0: You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. This is the place where you and your business are the stars. Now welcome your host, Lena Jones.
2: Hey, what's up, Diamonds? This is Lena Jones here, and you are listening live to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. Today is our Diamond Forum Monday. The Diamond Forum, in case you don't know, is a panel of past guests, future guests, maybe People that haven't even been on the show that um, I ask if they want to be on the discussion panel, and we come on and we talk about two different trending topics for about. It starts like 3:15 and ends at about 4:45 or something like that. So the subjects get pretty, pretty heated. Well, they haven't, but they are because we're now going into. I'm now going into more controversial, controversial subjects um, for the show. So, and when it comes to the subjects that are picked, I usually have a list of subjects, and I ask the panel, whoever's going to be on it, to pick which one. And the one, the majority rules, those are the two subjects that we do discuss. So, I don't personally pick them. I'm kind of neutral. Whatever the majority picks, I just go along with it, and then that's what I posts about the subject, but um, I don't really uh, pick them. I just go and uh, put right down the list of them, let them pick, and uh, that's what we talk about. So today on the Diamond Forum, we're going to have on the panel Ice Pack Tally Jackson. He is one of the music producers whose music that I promote on the show, and, and he's currently in rotation. So we're also going to have Brian and T. Shirley, He is the host of the Brian T. Shirley show, the BTS radio show. Um, I think it's on Connect, um, K-I-N-I-C-K. Well, I'll have him make the correction for me when he comes on. And he's also a comedian. He was a guest on the show uh, about a month or so back. We're also going to have my favorite discussion partner, Robert Mcnulty, he is an entrepreneur and a network marketer. He's been on the show several times. He is so good with talking about different subjects because he 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 knows you know a lot about what's going on in the u s, especially with the government. He loves to talk about government issues. So depending on what the panel feels like doing, sometimes people don't want to be too controversial. They don't want to talk about subjects that are going to upset them or make them seem indifferent in any way. But I just want to say that the opinions on this panel are just personal opinions, which everyone is entitled to. So if you hear something that you don't like, uh, just don't hold it against the person. Personally, because that's their opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, and everyone is not going to think in the same way or manner that you think. So you have. Know, so uh, I just wanted to clear the air on that because the, the subjects are controversial today, especially about the immigrant, immigrant migrant and what the subjects are. We're going to talk about today is uh, when the company closes the doors to the future businesses that have to be. Uh, have to sign a non-compete agreement or disclaimer, or just talking about the future of America when businesses close down, period, in general. That's the first half of the show. The second half of the show, we're going to talk about how to stop the surge of migrant children. Um, it may not necessarily be how to stop it. Of course, uh, the the men on the panel, because this is all men, <laughs> These are all men. I'm working with all men today. You know, they may have opinions. Everyone has opinion on what they think the government should do and how the situation should be handled. So let's just respect everyone's opinion, and let's just have fun with it today. So just to move on with the show, uh, we have my name is Lena Jones. I am the host of the show. You can be a guest on the show. Only thing you have to do is send an email to guest at LenaJonesDiamond.com network.com or to shorten it up ljdn show at gmail.com music promotions are done to promote indie artists uh, indie artists up and coming artists people who are not yet there yet but out there making music that want to be heard or or have it on the radio in some form, even though this is not your radio that you're turning on the the car. Not yet, but it is the Internet radio. And the good thing about Internet radio, just like Sirius, it could be seen all over the world. So you have different people that listen in from different places. And I just want to say to my listeners to thank you. Thank you for listening today to the show. Thank you for supporting the show. And I ask that you continue to support the self-employed, entrepreneur artists, talents, authors, and all of those things of that sort that you do. Today I'm going to be promoting music from Norma Jean Angel, giving a shout-out to her, to that boy Clippa, shout-out to him, and he has a new song, but I don't have it in the studio. And um, the other one is Cosmic Crash, giving shout-out to all three of them. I'm going to be promoting their music today. And then, of course, if we, there's some time left. We're going to have sweetie pie do her thing i haven't i've been neglecting sweetie pie sweetie pie I haven't been able to do uh, much of anything i just want to talk about my hashtag oh well before i talk about the hashtags the show i remember telling you guys about me trying to have the show's own entity and i've been working hard on trying to do that there's some things that i need to do in my own personal business with video by lena One is to get my site updated because I have been neglecting it like crazy. It's not so much that I don't have clients, but I don't, um, my clients already know I exist or, you know, by word of mouth or things of that sort. But I do have to work on that, so I will be working on my personal business uh, website, and I have a new videographer that I'm so stoked about. He's done video for CNN and, and, and things like that, news reporters. So I'm really stoked about getting started with him and doing some things not only just within my site but locally as well. So I'm excited about that. We got a line of guests waiting to come um, next month, and um, I have, I do have a Facebook page for the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show, and that is Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. You can find it at LJDN Show on Facebook. Dot com um, go to there and and like me or be my friend or something <laughs> or something I'm trying to build without using a click farm and I know that's going to be hard because people will purposely not follow you I already know all that so if I'm building slowly you know just bear with me and just give me a give me a boost, give me a, a like or something like that I'd appreciate it and the website will be coming out uh, next. Week, as a matter of fact, Um, next Monday, Labor Day weekend, I always have a big festival planned for the end of the summer. So my show will be on pre-record. It will be a recording of Regina Puckett and Jacqueline, um, Jacqueline Harmony, Blue Harmony. I will be having them on the show as a recorded, pre-recorded. So listen in. If you didn't get a chance to listen to our interview, that would be a great time to start listening in on it. So uh, show your support for the authors and the entrepreneurs. I can be reached at Diamond Network, hashtag Diamond Network, hashtag Diamond Territory, hashtag Diamond Love, hashtag Diamond Delights, hashtag Diamond Forum. And, of course, the Diamond Delights are uh, music people. So speaking of the music, I just want to tell you something. I had sent an email. I do a lot of sending emails. I do a lot of typing. I may be type maybe 125 words a minute, maybe even more. I don't know, but I'm not good at editing and going back and putting in periods and commas and stuff, which I should. But I'm just not good at that stuff. And it was so glad to hear authors. Have someone else to do that for them when I talk to them, but um I sent out this email to this one particular group, which I'll t- let you know later on who they are um, most of, some of you have heard of them, some of you haven't and um I looked at the email like two or three times, read over it, fixed everything that I thought was wrong with it and um and thought it was absolutely fine to send off. Well, once I got the reply from the the uh, person and I'm sitting there and reading what I wrote, how come I got three or four or five different <laughs> mistakes, words that's in there that shouldn't be in there, words that shouldn't be taken out? You know, and it's just frustrating. I just wanted to say that because there's someone else out there that's going through the same thing. It's like, oh, my gosh. How come my eyes can't see my own mistakes? And I guess it's because I'm reading the way I'm thinking it should come out, and it just doesn't do it. Uh, Anyway, I can be reached on Facebook, Stage 32, Pinterest. And on Pinterest, you can link to all the shows and see pictures of the guests and things of that sort. Um, LinkedIn, Google+, and my newest Facebook page, the Lena Jones Diamond Network, and I have a new Twitter L-J-N-D-S-H-O, Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. It doesn't have the W on it and wouldn't let me put it on it. So I am on Twitter. So you can hook up with me on Twitter for both uh, channels. It's new. There's nobody there. Come in and, and follow me. I'm not going to do the buying. Uh, I was going to buy some followers, to be honest with you, but I changed my mind. <laughs> and I'll do this the right way. So we're going to be back with the Diamond panel, diamond Forum panel And before we do that, we're going to hear a song from Norma Jean Angel, one of the ones that I really, really like, called Love Sweet. So, sweetie pie, take it away. Norma Jean Angel with Love Sweet. Jill loves Sweet Love, Uh she's a little sick, so I just want to give her a shout out and hopefully she'll feel better and she'll be back up and torn in no time. Right now, I do have two of my guest panel on for the Diamond Forum. I have Mr. Music Producer himself, Ice Pack Tally Jackson, and another talk host radio show and the comedian, Brian T.S. Showy. You guys want to say hello?
3: <laughs> oh, hello there. How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm here. I'm alive and thankful to be here. So just to get, we're going to move right on into the subject. I'm going to come up with the first discussion. I'm going to announce it. When companies close their doors to the future. Now, that's pretty much a two-part question because there's two issues to, to talk about here, and that's companies just closing down, Period. When you go to work one day and you come back the next day and the door is closed, you know there's no way to contact anyone, you don't get that last paycheck and things of that sort, which I'm quite sure we've all seen on in the news before that it's happened and the other part to that is the uh the non-compete agreement and uh, to elaborate on the non-compete just just in case anyone is not sure. What a non-compete agreement is, it's a contract, and you know, similar to for a trade or you can't go against another business during the time that you're working there and for a certain amount of time after you are not working there. And it, it protects you from losing their trade of secrets and um, engaging in certain businesses that might coincide with what you were doing and uh, and working for the competitor, basically. So... Which one? Want Let's go ahead and get started with uh, Brian. Brian, let's see what you what. What are your what is your take on this subject?
4: Well, I think this needs to be looked at in depth a little bit. It's hard to paint this with a broad brush and just be general general with it, because I've actually uh, had this happen in my uh, profession. Believe it or not, uh, being a comedian, and I done it 20 years. I've worked all across the U.S., Japan, Bahamas, Uh, so I I do have a little bit of credence with this. Um, I'll go to a town, you know, Indianapolis, Myrtle Beach, you know, wherever, and uh, sometimes in the contract I get from the club, and I'm not going to say which one, it will say, you know, by taking this gig, or, you know, job, whatever you want to call it, that I'm agreeing that I will not work for another club within 50 miles or 100 miles or whatever within mm-hmm. six months or a year or something. So I've gotten these contracts before, and unfortunately, you know, just what can you do? It's like, well, I guess I have to, you know, I'm taking the gig, and, uh, you know, you don't even sign. It's just the fact that you take the gig, you're agreeing to whatever, you know, they mm-hmm. send you. And it's been a big uh, thing in comedy for years. We've, uh, I, I think the clause is restraint of trade, I believe, legally is what this this is called when companies do this. Um, I mean, we're a, uh, and uh, I believe Tally is in the same boat. We're um, yeah. independent contractors yeah, so whenever we are say. working. So we're not directly employed mm-hmm. uh, as an employee. We're independent contractor, yet we come into these things all right. the And uh And with bands, sometimes it's a little bit different because even in, where I live here in Charleston, South Carolina, I'll see a band, you know, advertise for so-and-so club, and then two weeks later they're doing another club, you know, right down the road. And there doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be any problem with that. But, but of course, Tally, you probably have stories where, you know. Yeah, tell us, a, tell but, us about uh, something. <laughs> as, a, as a comedian, man, I've, and I'll just do this real quick and let Tally respond. This happened, uh, I think it was two or three years ago, here locally. I was doing three different clubs in the area. Which is a dream, as you know, and Tally you can attest to that. Is you know when you're close to home and you're getting work, that's just nice. And right. um, uh, what you know, but we're talking the areas were 30 to 5 minutes apart from each other. And the Booker who had me at one, uh, you know, the guy who thinks he's the you know comedy guru here, you know, mm-hmm. sent me an email or a message, a text, I think it was, saying I better think about what I'm doing, you know, with, with working three different rooms. Uh, in the wow. same week, especially, and I I, not, I, I don't have to tell you what I said to him. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
3: I, well, wrote I, him can imagine. I wrote him an
4: email. I wrote him an email. I didn't cuss <laughs> or anything, and I didn't call him because that's what you know would have really came out. So I wrote him a two-three paragraph email, uh, very professional, outlining that hey, when I go to other towns, I have to deal with this, you know, and I'm you know, and I have no choice here in my hometown. I'm not dealing with it. If you don't want, I tell you what. You take me off anything you have for me right now, and I'm not going to do it. I was ready. I was ready to cancel the gig right there. I was like, you know what, right. you know, forget it. Just you take me out of your work. I'm going to work wherever I want in my hometown. If you don't like it, I'm not working for you. And I got to tell you, five minutes later, he was on the phone apologizing and moving me up a position <laughs> from V-track <laughs> to headliner, and uh, hey. you know, so but that's my take just
3: that little bit from and then we'll continue on obviously, but go ahead. Well well, I, I I know what you're talking about. I haven't encountered that. Um uh in places like Boston or Washington they have like three block long sets of clubs and you can play a club a night for two months straight and and then go back again and start the cycle over again. And I've never encountered that at all in Washington or ages ago in the uh, Cambridge area, you know, where all the colleges are. Right. But that sounds pretty ridiculous. And when I was a computer programmer in California, what we used to do is, you know, you'd sign something, but as far as, you know, jumping ship. These companies, you you would be be sitting in your cubicle, and you could hear the headhunters from the other companies calling. You know, and if somebody didn't answer, they you know, the, ne- the next uh, cubicle would ring, and then and then the next person would say, "Sorry, I'm happy where I am." Blah 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 blah. But some people would just jump ship and go from one company to the other. And make and uh, make an extra five grand just from jumping ship, right? Wow! And you know. that was and, and that would be, you know, it, it, in in the trade secrets of the company, but it was just standard programming. So, you know, there were no secrets to be had. But I'm sure, in some businesses where they're re- really dealing with with uh. You know trade secrets. They would have to sign an agreement. I've never encountered that in 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 the music business, and uh, or the computer programming business. And and people would you know somebody would get real mad, and that one day the phone would ring and they'd take the job and they get an extra five ten grand right off the bat.
2: Mm. You know that's really interesting how um it was just the subject was just discussed from two different um situations. Even though Tally you as a entertainer have never encountered this, Brian however as a comedian has encountered this. And yeah, I don't and know
3: why in comedy that that would occur. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it still does. I can <laughs> I can, really? name
4: the cities. I can name the cities right off the top of my head where I know it's still going on. And uh, I can't – I'm not going to name any names right now. No, no, but I mean – But, but uh, I actually got an email from the a club owner asking me, hey, they're opening a new club that's, I don't know, 10 miles away or however far it was away. Maybe not that far. Maybe it was five. I don't know. And uh, this club owner said, I'm going to send out an email – all the comics on my roster saying, "If you work for that club, you're not going to work here anymore." And I said, "Don't do that. Wow. Don't do that." Because first of all, you're going to lose comics right there because they're going to say to themselves and to you, well, "I don't. That B ain't going to tell me where I can't work." And then yeah. the other thing is, is what if that club closes? You know, mm-hmm. what, you know, you got the better club to begin with. Let them do whatever they're going to do. Let nature take its course, you know. Cause yeah. I heard some things that this other club was doing. They were using openers as feature acts, and they were doing stuff like that, you know, keep it a cheap. And whenever clubs do that, especially when they're not uh, established, that's just going to kill business. I mean, I just know. So, but she went ahead, you know, the person went ahead and did it. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, I think it's fine now. But still, I just, and I'll get, you uh, you'll go ahead and, whatever you're going to say, but I do have some points on what you brought up, Tally. I think there's some uh, that's great points you had about the headhunters and everything. Yeah, so I'll
2: wait yeah. You guys respond. Yeah, I now I have never been in that situation with with as far as a technical, and I've been a techie for years. Um, I've never encountered that. I did, however, encounter it when I went into sales. When I went into sales. I did have to sign a non-compete, and that's because you gather customers, and these clients are pretty much your babies. You take care of them. You know, any concerns that they have, you're on it, uh, proving that you're a good uh, account executive. And because you've established this relationship with these people and they trust you, If something happens within a company and they have to close the doors and you have to move on, you want to take those customers with you. You want to take them clients with you because that's your money right there, especially if you're going into another company that's doing the same line of whatever business it is. Right. right. Uh, Now, I've I've encountered that where uh, you couldn't take those clients with you. So if you left, be it whether they closed the doors or not, or you just wasn't satisfied in the direction the company was moving, you were not allowed to take those clients with you, and you pretty much had to either start from scratch or if the clients liked you enough to be discreet about it. It kind of puts you in a bad situation, (laughs) a double-edged sword, you know, because now you're at that client's beck and call because if you do one thing wrong, you know, they could go back and say, "Hey, you know, this person is doing this and that," and you could very well face a suit uh, uh, from it. So it is a, it is a, um, it is really, uh, you know, I'm realizing just how big this non-compete thing is from headhunters with uh, uh, tally to uh, shows, bookings, and, and things like that. And yeah. nowadays. Every type of business is unpredictable. Not just, you know, not just uh, the technology, but uh, shows, clubs. You know, you hear all the time about clubs closing down. So what do you do when you got when you're booked, you know? And, and that's your money, you know. You you expect that, and the club closes, down and you're told, especially if you're local, that you can't go to another place, be it band or uh, comedian, and, and or or sale.
3: For that matter, so it affects so many different areas it's it's that's uh, i I've, I've never encountered that in my life but uh, you know I have been in in retail as a store manager and uh luckily the 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 two managers at the same chain it was a radio blah 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 chain and uh they were such jerks, they would send people my way because I was the the last option, and i my my customer clientele blew blew up because I treated the customers right if I didn't have it, I'd send them to where they did have it, and mm-hmm. they'd come back and love me even more and buy something since it- you know I told them the truth. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh say oh." I I gave you the wrong button cell battery but I'm not taking it back in return. Now now that, that is that's you know dealing with customers like that is purely ridiculous. And uh <coughs> there are managers like that, you know, in in every business. And uh and uh, of course I got sent all the the losers because the other managers thought they were gonna be d m s and they 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 were like kissing the the real d m s took us and uh, and knowing that there was no more district manager positions gonna be available they they would like go do all the d m s work and which one was recruiting, so they would take all the good people I would send come back to my store, and they never came back. And I'm going, wait a minute, something's wrong here. And finally one guy came in, and I said, I thought you were going to work here. He goes, oh, no, they sent me somewhere else. So and, I guess it's uh, not a it's So I, not just a stopped, I just stopped recruiting, and uh, the, all the kids that they sent me, I'd have a line out the door. The customers didn't want to talk to them because they would just either lie to them or make something up. And uh, you know, and there are certain phone companies just do, don't work in my area, and I refuse to sell them. I said this phone will work everywhere, and uh, you know, it, it was easier for them to to make a sale with the phone that didn't work, even though they knew it didn't work. And that is, you know, and I'd say, "Why are you doing that?" And they they would, they would just that that's the phone they wanted. I knew they were lying, but, you know, it's, it it just it just bothers my mind the way people think, you know, or if somebody walked up to their cell phones, you know, they'd drop what they were doing and run up to them and I'd say, "Hey." And they usually they'd come in looking for a watch battery. Okay. I say, take the next person in line. Don't, don't, don't pick and choose. Okay. You know, because yeah. you, you know, you help them with the button cell battery, then you talk to them about the a cell phone. Right. Not, not okay. the other way around. Only if they're <laughs> looking at a cell phone, don't say to a customer, "Excuse me, I'll be right back," and not come back. Come back. So
2: yeah, so I mean, customer service—that that that is
3: thing I've never, yeah. never encountered. But uh, I see where it would be, like uh, Brian said, pretty ridiculous. There is a mu a musical instrument store in my area, which uh, I, uh record a record you know record LPs and CD store opened hundred feet away and he w- he had the cds sitting at his counter but he never tried to sell any and the new guy opened and he was like selling stuff out the door so the guy walked over and said well you can't sell cds in in my area it's like well, who the heck are you <laughs> so, I- so i just walked in and took my cds out of his store i said uh, you don't play that Wow.
2: Wow. And it affects us as entrepreneurs, as entrepreneurs and self-employed, because we're in it to make money for our business. And if someone tells you that you can't uh, do X, Y, and Z, you can't do a website for me if you're going to do a website for the store next door, you know, that's just, I, I think that's selfish for one thing. And yeah. stopping you from making money, too. So it affects us all as entrepreneurs, no matter what line of work that you do, uh, even though there may not be a physical non-compete agreement or disclaimer, you have people that you would work with that will actually want you to not do other things with other people
5: right. just
2: for the fact that, you know, they want you to keep you exclusive. And to me, exclusive means money. If
3: you want right. me to be exclusive to you, but if, if you got CDs sitting there collecting dust,
2: yeah, uh, you yeah. know, yeah. and safety. not
3: even trying to sell one, <laughs> then then why do you have them? Yeah, let yeah. that guy who's in the in the record, you know, selling business deal with it. You know, well, and they're I, still collecting dust, but they my, mine aren't in there. I think what's ridiculous about
4: it is that. uh you know, a lot of the time, it seems these companies, and I can understand that there's, you know, trade secrets or whatever that might actually really, you know, damage the company. Uh, That I can understand. And maybe, you know, this needs to be looked at a little further by, uh, you know, uh, powers that be, but uh, when it's just something that's not life altering, like a comedy club or, you know, a CD, making people go through all this, for one thing, what if the company keeps, uh, you know, you sign this, and then the uh, company treats you like total crap? Wow. So, oh. you, you, I yeah. mean, I that's what I worry about is that these companies can do this, and then they can treat yeah. their employees however they want and go, well, yeah. hey, you signed the thing. You can't leave or you can't yeah. go over there. You gotta, you'll have to move to another state or city or whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's what bothers me about uh, signing these things and, you know, once you you know they smile at you, and then once you sign it, all of a sudden the fangs come out. You know, that's, that's what I worry about.
3: Yeah, I I I don't understand that whole line of thinking. Now, it you know, it it's stupid because look what happened with uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the Brian guy, Snowden. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. He's working on a loan with World Trade Secrets, and now Putin has, you know, play, he can play chess and he knows what moves the United States is going to make. You know, four yeah, laptop full of info. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, that's,
4: that's about the highest you can get as far as, uh, you know, talk about a non-compete clause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't understand why he's still sitting over there, and that's a, that's just a weakness on our part, to me, to be honest. Well, with you. And well, that, and I
3: say that no matter who was in the White House, but that well, he just, was in he Hawaii, it. and no, and they didn't have a check-double check system, you know, right? But he, they uh, they he shouldn't be over there. You got a strong, you know, person. He's here, you know. I, I don't understand that. He's he's still sitting over there. Yeah, and, uh, and well, he's closely guarded, you know that, right? But uh, and they've and already got the laptop downloaded. So that's, that's lost information.
2: Well, you know, someone uh, told me about that Snowden situation. They're going to pump everything that they can out of him, and all of a sudden, he's just going to disappear.
4: That could be very, <laughs> very plausible
2: well I, I, yeah. I don't think all I'm surprised of it he's still his, alive. Now. all of it was
3: in his <laughs> yeah. head and uh i I think they they owe him, and at some point you know he might disappear, but he won't uh who knows who'll 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 take care of the disappearance right you'll never find <laughs> that out like i said all of it wasn't in his brain it was in the laptops which he handed over to him. Mm-hmm. What's uh, you know? We just had an espionage agent. I think what's three four years ago,
4: uh, they poisoned him, and uh, took him you know a couple of days to die. But uh um, yes. they still don't know who did that. Yeah, know? and this
3: was a
5: yeah. was that here?
3: Um, no, I believe it was in Europe. I oh, well, Europe. You know, it's it's like the Wild Wild West when it comes to <laughs> you know. Dealing with uh, Spies and everything Mm -hmm. You you never know uh, What's in your food Right Yeah That that may
4: be how they got it to them But uh, going back to the uh, Non-compete thing I think uh, Whenever uh, these companies uh, Do this If they're going to be uh, Making employees sign sign something like this uh, We should be able to, to say Okay if i got to sign this, here's my, uh, you know, requirements or whatever, you know, something right. that you, you can attach to that. Okay, I'm signing this, but here's, you know, if this happens, then this is null and void. In other words, you know, if they do start, you know, let's say you're signing, you're doing 40 hours a week, and that's it, and you're on this much, you know, here's your pay, 40 hours a week, whatever. Right. Then they start pushing you to work more and more. Uh, you've got that thing saying, whoa, wait a second now. <laughs> yeah. I oh, yeah. this clause, oh, yeah. and I attach this to the that if you're going to be making me more, then this is going to happen. You know, so I think we need to to, to have some leverage as uh, mm-hmm. folks. And I, I don't necessarily think the UD but who looks out for this, us, though, but,
2: Brian the tally. Who looks out for us? Who looks out for the entrepreneur, the uh, self-employed, regardless of what it is that you're doing? If you need the business, and whether you whether it, whether it's by
4: well, this is going to sound uh, probably <laughs> extremely either conservative or extremely, uh, you know, uh, mountain uh, rugged pioneering or whatever. But I think if you are an entrepreneur, uh, you are going to have to look out for that. And, I, yeah. and I, I mean, I say that because when you walk down that entrepreneurial road, um, ultimately you're going to be – uh, you know, responsible for everything. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, that's yeah. not, and to be to be honest, it's the way it should be because you will reap all the rewards or you'll reap the other side of it. So, right. unfortunately, you educate yourself. You know, you do these all the things necessary to make sure. And sometimes it's a learning process all the way through until you die.
3: Once you go right. down
4: that road, that's how I feel about it.
3: Oh, well, I've learned from CD number one, moving into CD number two, and uh, you know somebody claimed that he owned half the record company, and it's like I've I haven't said anything against it, just not to fan any flames. But let him dream on. You know he's already a millionaire, so you know just just a waste of time and. You know he's feeding off of that, but uh, I've incorporated, so he's got nothing to say now no, that's, what? That's, excuse me go
2: ahead no go ahead
3: well but, leader, but that's though, uh, another thing that I did was incorporate, and uh that was a a i think a good move on my part, okay. yeah, but I mean that's that's the thing right there, see people listening
4: may have just learned something right there. But, but I'm not saying we go down the road alone as far as, you know, there's no help anywhere. But, I mean, uh, you know, shows like this help. Uh, you know, there's, now you have the Internet. You can go on there and really educate yourself, you know, uh, concerning uh, what's going on with your um, career or your, you know, genre of your career or wherever yeah. you're at. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, when I say educate yourself, Hey, look going online and connecting with folks like y'all. You know, that's another way of educating yourself because right. now you're making a circle of people and you can turn to and say, You know what, this happened. And right. then then they got Tally going, Well, you know what, maybe you want to incorporate.
2: So yeah. those are And see I'd never thought about that. I never I would never have thought about incorporating your company name or whatever just to be just to protect it from um Yeah. Things like this. Yeah. Because as a consultant, because I have a lot of people that come to me and consult with me as far as my personal business is concerned. Right. Um, and I'm giving away information, you know, and, and I think about that. You know, what if they use the information I gave them and, you know, go to compete with me or in a situation where I was just not too long ago where I helped someone out gave the person information insider secret to me they are <laughs> and right. uh, thinking that you know this person was going to you know come together with me or collaborate and then I you just didn't hear anything and then I when I did do some investigation I find that the person is pretty much doing their own thing off the advice that I gave them so yeah. I mean I'm just well, like,
3: the first thing I would do is start charging them for consulting. But this know. one
2: you were supposed to do, you were supposed to go into, like, a, a partnership, a collaboration with them, and you know things that they don't know, so you're kind of, you know, giving them giving them some knowledge to help the thing that you're doing together, okay? Right. But then eventually... That person, you know, comes up with excuses why they can't do this and that, and you find out something different, you know, oh. so, <laughs> well, so I'm just S-O-L, you know, that's, basically, that's, right? That's almost,
4: yeah, well, that's like saying how do you protect yourself from a shark when you get in the yeah. water, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah. It's
4: basically the same thing. There's, there's, there's times in our lives and our careers and our professions or whatever that, you just don't have any protection. And there's no way to be bulletproof in this world. Right. And right. it never has been. But you try yeah. to educate and, uh, you know, protect yourself as much as possible. Then you reach out and you help people and you hope, you know, it doesn't have to come back, but you hope sometimes it will. And then sometimes you do feel a little sting in your back and that's a knife. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That,
2: yeah. And when you're in the public's eye, that makes the scene hurt even more because if you come out against that person, you don't know what repercussions you may get back from your audience.
3: Right. Well, I I don't bash people in public.
2: You know, so you just, you just got to go on. You got to smile and grin and and take it.
4: You know, you just, While you're
2: being kicked off the bus.
4: I've had the same things happen to me. I've had jokes stolen and, uh, When I was young in my career, when I'm like the MC, you know, the the five-minute guy, uh, you know, then I got the headliner who, of course, everybody's going to believe him, steal my joke, wants to buy it. I won't sell it to him. And Mm -hmm. then the next thing I know, I go to try to get work at a club, and the club owner goes, you're funny, but you're doing so-and-so's joke. And I said, that's (laughs) not his. He he, he wanted to buy it. I wouldn't give it to him. That's my joke. And I said, you know what? And I've been told by people, you should drop that or whatever. But I said, you know what, the hell with them. I'm going to do it. As a matter of fact, now I'm doing it. It's you know, It used to be a minute. Now it's like eight minutes. Because <laughs> my point is, it's my damn joke. He stole it. I'll keep doing it. I don't care what anybody says. You know, that's yeah. sometimes what you got to do. Or
3: or you can do a standard, uh, you know, poor man's copyright. Poor man's write them down copyright. and see them to yourself. Yeah, I did that, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
2: heard I that you could do that. I heard that that's I'm, the way to copyright your stuff is to uh, print it out, write it down, sign it, and mail it to yourself and have it registered. Right. Yeah.
4: Yep. I've I got an own, unopened envelope sitting in my room. Of course, now a lot of those jokes I don't do anymore. I've <laughs> had so much sense. I'd have like 14 envelopes sitting in here. Uh wow. But, uh, yeah, that's funny, Tally. As soon as you started saying that, I went, I know what he's going to say. Poor, poor man's copyright. That's right.
2: Hey, I mean it is what it is. The reality is that, you know, in order to copyright something that costs money. And, you know, being a a struggling artist or, or business person or whatever you do, not all the time that money is available to you to do that. So, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people don't know that you can write it out, send it to yourself registered mail, and when you get uh when you sign for it with the post office, you just don't open it. put it in a place right. where you know where right. you can get back to it in case you need it somewhere down the line Yeah, right. and <laughs> then and then sort,
3: and then sort yep. it by good joke, bad joke and you know you get two folders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, and those folders would change over the years too.
4: Yeah, really- <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. You move one to, to the other, or add yeah. upon it. You know, whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you see, I as soon as you record something or speak into a, a record, you know, record your jokes on a recorder, it's copyrighted. So what it's about yours.
2: email? What about email? If you send D-O-E- someone. An email and you you attach a document to it of something that you wrote, and you email it to them is it is that the same thing that that's something I've been curious about um well because the email he, keeps the time stamp you know the email that it came from, and
3: where it was yeah but if you, you if, if you seal it up, yeah, same thing I don't think it would it would hold up in court as much as truly copywriting but you know, songs are easier to to uh like I said, the easiest way is to record it and which puts a timestamp on it because it gives you the date. Or even a video. Yeah. But I then know, again I know the that, the easiest uh, way is to type it out and mail it to yourself. What's it cost? A couple of bucks. Right. I do know this though
4: that um if you as far as contracts go, if you're uh you know, sending somebody a contract, all right, here's the date, here's the money that you get, you get a hotel room, okay. And, you know, everything's confirmed and you know, you've got it saved, that's basically a contract and it will stand up. That's what I've been told told. Now I'm talking you know, about, you know We're talking work. about
2: email? Is this yeah. email you're talking about? For email. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm talking about emails. You email somebody, you know, they email you. Do you want to do this city for this much money? You email back yes, and then okay, I'm confirming it because I always do that. I always confirm, right. yeah. yeah they tell me, yeah. me and everything, think, uh, yeah. But I, yeah. you know, radio show, whatever I'm doing, I always say okay, yeah, let's confirm this. and then you yeah. got that. So I like it. that's to as, do good it. as good as a contract.
2: Yeah. yeah, and 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 that's the way I, I see it too because with me when when I do the show and I have guests. Like you guys do, not always ask for pictures, you know. And whether it be it that you say, okay, I can go to Facebook to get it, or you send them to me. But if you okay me to get your pictures, when I see your pictures, you know, whether you send them to me or not, you've given me permission to get your picture, and I yeah, get, you right. know, I get the picture, and I and I put it up. And and sometimes I understand that, you know, these guys, uh, uh, men and women both that I'm dealing with, have busy lives. And not all the time they can get, go and attach a picture and send it to me. So it's helpful for me to go into their Facebooks and things of that sort and look at their photos. And plus I get to learn more about the people themselves. It, to me it's more like a, um, like a personal touch when, you, when right. you see them with different people and, and different places and things of that sort. So And so I always save all my emails because, I don't I don't do anything by writing because I don't think I would get any guests in if I had to wait for the letter. But when it comes to songwriting and jokes and things of that sort, even uh, clients or, or, or something, you know, writing them down and and, and mailing them to yourself is registered. and So I mean, it it is a good thing. I mean, we the original discussion. Was about the closing business, but with closing businesses while you have a non-compete uh, disclaimer. So we're we have moved more into the disclaimer part on ways to <laughs> help out each other, <laughs> yeah. help out people oh, wow. like us. Can, yeah, people like us. Make, and, uh, go ahead. Uh, can I just
4: make one point about go ahead. Uh, business go ahead. and what's this? no-compete things. It's a little bit off of the track, but I think it ties back into it. Um, I think if companies... Now, employees have to do their part. They have to be good employees. Let's get that out of the way. But I think if companies would treat their employees better in this country, and we're seeing a shift from you know, a lot of money... Uh, you know, The middle class is separating from the lower class and the higher class... I mean, we're getting a lot of separation between the classes now. And I think part of it is because the money is not getting back to the people that are working, you know, That's basically. Right.
3: The government's taxed them too much and then
0: they're paying mm-hmm.
3: too much
4: for their bills. Mm-hmm.
3: So That's it's right. still it's just going away. And then some states now, don't even charge a tax. Yeah. Now yeah, here's
4: and then of course we're seeing companies go off you know, this is another conversation for another time, but a lot of companies going off to you know, people are complaining about that. The government's complaining now about yeah. these businesses taking their. Uh, you know, they're, they're saying I'm all out of the country to avoid tax. And I got to look at the government. and Go, hey, quit taxing the hell out of people. <laughs> Maybe they'll quit yeah. doing that.
3: Well, that's but, what uh, with this company, this country got started by by in, in tax revolt. Yeah. So, <laughs> but my point is, is, let's go back
4: to the companies. They they own a lot of responsibility of all the stuff that's been going on. Very few companies operate this way. This I can't pull it out uh, right now to tell you which one, but it's a small percentage. I think it's about 2%. Here's the way these couple of companies operate. Whenever we went through that recession or whatever, you saw a lot of companies, and I was, you know, I still have to do deliver uh, pizza or whatever sometimes when my industry takes a hit. And you know, Tally, one of the first things that goes is entertainment when that recession hits? I can't tell you how many clubs
3: closed, and what, yeah, what doing? you what we do. Well, we're right. about, we're having, and and like, I know your your club owner also got how many people can you draw? Right. Like, well, how the heck so, am I supposed to know until <laughs> I hit the stage? Right. You know. So
4: when these recessions hit and these hard times hit, these companies cut from the
3: bottom. I
4: mean, we all know that.
3: They, right. you know, and, we, and they go to DJs. So. Now I'm talking across the board, all yeah. companies. Um, oh yeah, oh
4: yeah. But there are there's like two percent out there that do it this way. Whenever the t- tough times hit, they don't get rid of their bottom employees. They don't get rid of their middle employees. The guys at the top, they can get rid. of Obviously, they they stay. But they no. they they cut back on their bonuses. They cut back on their vacations no. or whatever. Yeah, excuse me. I'm here. Yeah, no, I agree oh, okay. with you. But these, there's a, very few of these companies that do that. They, uh, you know, they take the hit at the top rather than screwing the employees that have been serving them. They all have these been years. working
3: hard the whole time,
4: right? And I think that's something that needs to be taught ethics or something. We need to that needs to be spread around a little bit because uh, that's what's going on. We saw it in not even in not just in these big companies, but in our government. Uh, you know, having these lavish parties This isn't a recession They're having lavish parties Out in you know, the government I mean, what the hell, you know And uh, they're sitting here saying Now we got to tighten our belts And then mm-hmm. they're out well, there Well, you it's, know.
3: it's like that that movie The uh, Landlord With uh, uh, Joe Pesci Didn't they send him To, to live in his own uh, Apartment building for a month
4: Oh, man, I didn't
3: see that, but that's Oh, great that's an old movie, and yeah, it's hilarious, but it's the a same great. thing. I mean, these people, oh, you I know, once, once yeah. they, they make it to D.C., they will live cheat and steal to stay there. Yeah. You know, yeah, then, they don't want to go back to Iowa.
2: All the benefits and uh, all the taxpayer money that's going to pensions. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're right. You know? now, <laughs>
4: Now, how do we end all this? Be it government, be it businesses, and everything—just what uh, you're doing, Lena—the entrepreneur spirit. Let's mm-hmm. take our money and let's take our votes elsewhere. That's mm-hmm. the way to solve a lot of the problems in this country right be, now. And it—and
2: and it's you know, when you when you when you get together people who are—I'm not calling us look nobodies, so don't don't take it offensively. But to people really? who are. Higher up, we are nobody. But when, oh, you get mm-hmm. a no- when you get a nobody that's willing to go out there and find the other nobodies and get together and have a voice, then you're putting yourself in danger. Wow. Yeah. Well, right,
3: know, I live in the Hamptons, and there are so many celebrities and billionaires, billionaire musicians that could write a check for ten grand or hundred grand to help somebody out. Yes. And they they do nothing.
2: Yeah, right. they do. They you don't. Know,
3: front, they don't. Front. And the
2: middle class is, is is struggling. The middle class is struggling.
3: I don't so think there's bad. a middle class anymore.
2: Well, you know. I it, think it's
3: upper class and lower class.
2: You know, well, it feels yeah, like
3: it. I tell you what. Well, I
2: know it does. I know
3: I've got no like class, it. but and, you know. And,
2: and, it's like it's like us with these companies that's just uh, feeding off of us when it comes to the exposure and the advertisement. That's what got me, is that you have the self-employed, the entrepreneurs, the people out there trying to sell something or get themselves noticed. You got company, bottom feeders that call you on the phone and say, hey, look, you contract with me for a year, paying me X amount of money a month, and we got billions of people that that follow us or billions of people that liked us on Facebook and stuff and and feeding you all this. And you go ahead and you sign that contract, $50 a month, $30 a month, whatever it is, to get your advertisement out there. And for a whole year, you don't have not one person. I have run across that too many times with people like myself. And that's what made me angry enough to bring on a show that would give people exposure and and, and people who play music that, that's never get heard never gotten heard, you know, because the 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 radio stations play the popular one. You know, it's like you, you gotta you constantly have to fight. You're constantly fighting and fighting and, and then times you wanna know, Who's gonna fight with me?
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> my. I, yeah. I have got, gotten to the point where, you know, people say, Well, I'll you know, I'll be your publisher. Of the you know, blah blah blah. A month. It's like, I'm I'm doing better than you, and you got a team of five people, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm getting is um, just as good uh, public relations as you could ever get me. yeah. Well, I tell you what, up I, I'm up. Uh, well,
4: let me just say what I'm up against. Here's what I'm up against in my industry right now, is uh, especially when. Um, clubs started closing, and uh, entertainment, uh, you know, this, this stuff on TV
5: yeah.
4: started get canceled because they're crappy. Well, what happens mm-hmm. is, is these actors, and some of them may have been a com- comedian for like five minutes before they did their sitcom, but right. they once their sitcom gets canceled, or they're, mo- or they're not in movies a lot, what's the first thing they do? They Go. start going to yeah. comedy clubs. and right. They don't get they don't go through the root like, you know, what I've been doing for twenty years. You no, know, they uh-huh. go straight to the, the the headline spot. You know. Yeah. Right? so guys like me that are out here, we either get kicked down to middle or we just don't get it you know, a callback. I mean, I've gotten so I'm doing more now than I did ten years ago. I've got a radio show, web series, been to Japan, carnival cruise lines,
5: mm-hmm. all this
4: stuff. And Sometimes it's hard to even get anybody on the phone because I don't have an HBO special, or I
3: wasn't yeah. in Myrtle Manor,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. or you weren't on
3: Storage Wars or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's really it's really it's really sad how we have to struggle so hard, and you know sometimes you wake up. I know I woke up many a day saying, "What the hell am I doing? Go find a dead mm. job." sit back in the corner where nobody knows you would just be content. But then, you know, I get so angry when, when things are around me, when you want to go out there and you have that spirit because you have to have a spirit to be self-employed and entrepreneur. And I say entrepreneur because entrepreneur creates. They're innovators. They create things. Self-employed is, is basically having a job that someone else is doing except for you're not working for anyone else. You're working for yourself, right. making money, so that's right. why I say both of them together but you know it, it, when you have that spirit within you, there's nothing that's going to quench that fire until you actually get out there and do it, and you may right. fall on your face a couple of times, but you're going to get back up because you naturally have the spirit of uh, of an entrepreneur a spirit of someone who wants to be independent, you know want and, and it's not like that we're asking for a lot. <laughs>
4: We
2: just want to be able to pay our mortgage.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey, let me ask you a question, and we can research this, too, easily. Do they have a Celebrate Entrepreneurship Day?
3: Because if they don't, we might want to start one. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea.
2: Yes. I mean, just to encourage, I mean, when I finish this show, I usually get on Twitter, and I call it Mondays Roar. And the reason mm. why I named it Monday's Raw is because I play songs. I send out videos that have that uh, encouragement songs, you know, to keep it going. And I play that for the whole time. You know, when I get replies, I, I try to encourage people not to give up and to support people like yourself. And that's, that's the other problem. We're not supporting each other. We'll never come together if we don't support each other.
3: Well, I found <laughs> that on LinkedIn. It's like, you, you got. I've got four thousand connections, and you know, I'm not going to hit like on on what you post. You don't hit like on what I post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm building up a little team, and if they post something, I'll hit like, and if yeah. I post something, they hit yeah. like.
5: And yeah. that's and, what you and,
3: have to uh, do. And I've been used by a couple of people, and it's like, oh no, no, I'm just, you, you've already blown it, buddy. You know. Yeah. I've, done over and above the Call of Duty for you and, you know. Yeah, uh, And the, the Facebook thing kills me, too, because I'll post, you know, I don't post what I'm
4: eating or what I did. Oh, no, that, that <laughs> makes me, you know. You know, I post what show I'm on, like today, you know, I'll post about that, you know, yeah. or, you know, my radio show or something. And I had somebody say something to me uh, about uh, you know, all you do is post about, you know, your shows or your books or whatever. That's you know. And I'm going, Well <laughs> I I can't tell you what I wanted to say.
2: That's why you <laughs> <But> joined. Uh
4: <laughs> I, I was like, you know, at first I was going, Well, you know, people are I'm turning them off or whatever and then it hit me and i went, you know, if they're not paying my damn bills, I don't care anymore. <laughs> right I or, where I Or at, are you the know.
3: Facebook police? Yeah,
4: but exactly. You know,
2: but but you know, I I, I will I'm going to just intercede on that a little bit there, and that's because one thing that I noticed that a lot of people don't do, which is that people want to be personal with you, and when I say personal, that don't mean you have to give them your whole business, but you have to be personal. Ask someone how they're doing. If they, you haven't heard from them for a while, say, hey, how you doing? How's life been treating you? That's oh, what I and I, the people, I love
3: being yeah, interactive. And the people that's, love, that's yeah. Good.
2: Just be a little bit more interactive because we go on there to advertise. That's our main thing. So we're busy yeah. posting, 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 posting. And sometimes we need to step back a little bit and just spend some time. To try to interact, with, you know. Well, you know, no, I, I, I did don't. this today, you know, or or something that's not too personal about yourself, yeah. personal enough to be more uh, tangible to your. The no, I do, I speech. do,
4: I do agree with that. And sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, I do find myself having taking a breath, stepping back, and going, you know. Something like, uh, hey, I hope everybody has a good weekend or, yeah. you, know, oh, yeah. you know, something like that yeah, just to like break that. it up. So I do agree with yeah. that. Yeah.
2: It does. Yeah. It, and that's what I see on social net. I see a lot of people they just post, 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 post. And I like a lot of stuff. I like stuff that people don't even like on me. But I do it anyway <laughs> because I'm social and I, I am on a social network. And even if they don't like me, they'll pay attention to what I put out there.
6: Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah.
2: because I, you know, I I like their stuff, but I noticed they don't, they don't, they're not personal. It's just post, 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 me, 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 me. And right. I said, look right. at this new well, picture of me. Look at my dog, or, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, we yeah. got
2: to mix it up Here, a here
3: little. I am in McDonald's.
2: Yeah, we got to oh. mix it up a little. Be a little bit more social. It is called a social network. Let's be a little bit more social yeah. not Well, I mix it up. I bring choice. in, uh,
3: if, I, if another, if I see another band's fan page, I post it because it yeah. brings their fans over yeah. to my page. And,
2: and I do see that. I see that with you, Tally, when I do the promotions, whether you are in rotation or out of rotation. You are, right. You're always giving props to the other promoters, and the other right. people. And my
3: endorsements. You know, yeah. I tell my endorsements. They're not going to go to, to 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 your page, and you know to look at your product. If they see it on somebody else's page, that'll drive them to go look at it.
2: Okay, and it's so. Go ahead, go ahead,
3: Brian. Well, I you gonna say one thing I do, uh, and it's
4: really I'd rather people do it on my. Radio Show Facebook page, but uh-huh. I don't care if they do it on my personal one. But I tell people, I say, if you want to post something on my, you know, the BTS Radio Show Facebook page, go ahead, you know, mm-hmm. do it. Because uh-huh. I, I have ran into so many people. You try to post and it says, you cannot post on a page. <laughs> or yeah. are, yeah. a lot of these pages, oh you notice <laughs> yeah. they're the only ones posting, you know. The, right, and, right. And, and those those pages to me, I just, uh, turn me off. I, I think
3: cool. if you let people post on your page, that's the best Advertising? Uh, well, also, also, unfortunately, Facebook changes every three minutes. Uh, yeah. And it, it's almost impossible to figure out how to un, undo that. You know, I've posted on pages where it doesn't go onto the timeline. Right. And people don't know how to change it. It goes off to either. the side. It really doesn't
2: post on the timeline?
3: It it goes, it'll it'll say post. if you want to view your post, look to the left. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, that's all in the settings. It's it, it's incredible.
2: Yeah. I was trying. Well, I was there, on
3: the phone. Go on. Well, I'm sorry.
2: You have the the pages called ban. I call them vanity pages where you just post your stuff. Like I just created one, and I tell <laughs> for the for the uh, diamond show, and I tell you why I did it. I did it for a couple of reasons, and that was because one, I've noticed that I couldn't post things on certain people's timeline um, that that I promote because they don't have it set up that way. So that that I'm missing out on on people that could possibly be, you know, listening or following me at the same time. The second one is that I have um, I have several different Facebooks, and one of them I allow people to put stuff on the timeline. And I right. you know and I, and I love it. I love reading the video, watching well, the videos, and stuff like that. but then they start post you know people post a lot of different stuff that you're like, "Oh my gosh, you know well on your
3: friends' pages, you can set up an activity log which blocks it until you release it onto your timeline,
2: okay. Yeah,
3: I mean, see, I don't know all any of that. Okay. I just set
4: up my I'm yeah. that. But it, it, um, it, we it, have it, really settings, gotten off the it, subject The other uh,
2: thing about it that's so interesting with my guest is that we always go back to the social networking subject on on any <laughs> level. Yeah. Well,
3: people don't realize how important it is. A lot of these music companies, in fact, I had to take over one on Friday on Twitter. And I had gotten them the, the the first three hundred people in March, and he had gotten another twenty-seven. Woo woo! So mm-hmm. he emails me the other day, and since Friday it's up to twelve hundred. Okay. It's just Shit. interacting wow. and mixing it up. Before yeah. the only, only thing he had up there was. Uh, the number of followers was this and the number of unfollowers was that. He didn't tweet anything. <laughs> and I said well, if you don't good. if you have a question, call me. Yeah.
2: You never call me.
3: Now. So finally he says, Could you uh, handle this?
2: Okay. Well uh Sally, I'm but, gonna have to cut you short, excuse me, because we do have another subject that people are expecting us to talk about. Right. And in, we, we are on a timing We we are on As much as I would love to continue Because I like I I, I enjoy talking about ways To help up each, up each other on social, social, social networking Social networking And I have had several of them But I can't have he, enough Do you understand what me, I mean? You, <laughs> you heard <laughs> that right? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't have enough of them Because I enjoy the subject And you get to learn so much that you can do. So I I'm definitely writing, I'm to... writing
3: that down and <laughs> mailing it to myself.
2: <laughs> okay. All right, Charlie. <laughs> okay, but um I'm going to go ahead and move on. I'm going to go ahead and let um Sweetie Pie play the next um song which is Cosmic uh, Crash on my tomorrow coming up next. And Sweetie Pie's going to play that and I'm going to chat with you a little bit uh while that's playing. We're going to get the yelled stage.
4: at, Brian. No. Uh, I <laughs> can't wait to hear this.
5: Don't She's ever say it away. that on
6: my show again. <laughs>
2: to what was going on with the middle class and taxpayers to how to, uh, the poor man's way of getting your stuff copyright in case people steal it, to what to do when companies, when you're out there trying to make money, you have one company telling you that if you do it with this company, you're not going to be able to do it here. From everything from entertainment to sales to uh, retail that we talked about, So good subject. And then we went on into the uh, social networking, which I'm not quite sure how we got (laughs) there. But we were there. So now we're going to move on to our next subject, which is the uh, migrant uh, South Americans that are coming over the border. And uh, what do you – the sub-question to that was what do you think that we should do to stop it? I mean, I think that that's an indifferent subject within itself. I mean, do you stop it or don't you stop it? So I'm going to start this discussion off with producer Tally Tally. Give us your opinion.:
3: Okay, well, let's put it this way. I'm half black, quarter American Indian, and quarter South American, so my 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 father's parents are dragged here against their will. My grandmother, who is full-blooded American Indian, was born here, and my grandfather came here from Dutch Guyana, which was owned by uh, Sweden at the time, and he got a passport. And uh, if if I, I, all I can say is this is the only border in the world that is not cut off. You can't you can't walk from from one country into another anywhere else in the world. Am I correct or incorrect?
2: Well, You're in, correct. In, in your career, you'll get shot. Right?
3: Yeah, Canada, you can't get the you know the you can take a boat across, but you know the the the, the southern border is the only border in the world where you can just walk across. From one country to another. Now, why is that? Well, I think it's been going on too long for far too long, and a lot of lot of people have. It's, uh, before, let me just cut you off. Especially with the te- terrorism threats going on, you think they would shut that down? And like I said, being part Latino from from Dutch Guiana uh you know it's like it's it's ridiculous and there there's a reason for it and uh it's it's cheap labor uh the the where i live the the swanky hamptons all the contractors you know they 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 all all of the the people with no passports uh Migrate by a Seven Eleven, and the contractors, either landscapers or building, uh, uh, you know, uh, house contractors, come by and pick up these guys and give them a hundred bucks for the day, and they don't pay any taxes on them.
2: But these, okay, but these are children okay, from an in an adult perspective, whether you have kids or nieces or nephews or cousins or whoever that have kids, um, should we should we stop the kids from coming in? because according to c n n and the news, uh you know these kids are faced with uh poverty and increased violence and robbery stabbing shooting prostitution, and according to what our president says, this is an urgent humanitarian situation, asking well, Congress well, for an a,
3: additional... Well, okay, so we'll stick to the kids, but it's not only kids. <laughs>
2: no, it's not. Well, the, the kids are the ones who are keeping, they're letting well, Hold
4: on a second now. Go ahead. If we're, if we're going to talk about the kids, let me speak to the kids then. Um For one thing, what CNN and the president and just a lot of people are leaving out, yeah, there's kids coming, but are you telling me a six-, seven-year-old kid walks from Guatemala to, damn, uh, you know, Arizona, you know, by themselves?
3: With a rattle? That's a bunch of hoes, you know, or whatever you want to call it. that's a a whole line of BS, number one. Yeah. And number two, like I said again, It's the only unsealed border in the world.
2: It's Um, not sealable, Tally. Can't you see that? We can't seal it. There are
3: countries with bigger, bigger borders than us in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Israel, as a matter of fact,
3: uh,
4: sealed up theirs, and I think if you uh, measured their uh, mileage on their fence or whatever, I believe it's about the same or maybe even a little bit longer than the one that they yeah. have to do to uh, seal us up. Um, now, you know, you got to feel for the kids, but they're being used. I mean, like I just said, they're not just w- walking here by themselves. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know why. The, uh, the according to the news, CNN, they are. They're walking. They're
2: swimming. They're doing all types of things. No, but I'm, I'm saying a six-year-old kid, Lena, cannot <laughs>
4: Figure out how to make it from Guatemala to the United States
2: yeah. there's no
4: way
0: and they yeah. gotta they're eat. they gotta <laughs> sleep at night uh-huh. so there's you...
4: something else that we're not being told about this we're trying yeah. they're selling us a a bill of goods saying the so, one thing they shouldn't be kept i'm I'm sorry if they have to go back to poverty or whatever is going on in their country, but there's more to the story than what we're being told, and right. and that's that's the part that a lot of people don't get. Yeah. Why are they not turned away immediately? And I don't care what kids, adults, or whatever, that, doesn't, that blows my mind right there. Um, the reason we're having this problem is because we keep letting them in. I mean, that's the, that's, why do you think they still keep coming? You know, yeah, with the land of opportunity and everything, but I don't see any of these people walking and stopping in Mexico or walking and stopping in Chile. They continue walking to get till
5: yeah.
4: they get hit. Or do they, do they go through what and then get to Canada? No. They stop no.
3: here. This is the yeah. only unsealed border in the world.
2: <laughs> Sally. It's true. It's true. Okay. Look at the map. He, he's on it. Okay. So, I mean, my thing is when I hear about what they face in their own, in their own country, we're faced, our kids face the same thing here in the United States. <laughs> Stabbing. Yes. Poverty, well, prostitution.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, I
2: agree 100%. And, and shootings, you know, same thing. And, you know, it's so controversial because people, if you say the wrong thing, people like, oh, well, you don't have a heart, you don't know, you know, feel for the kids and stuff. But I think, I, and it's not that I, I don't feel for the kids because I think every child is entitled to grow up in, in a way and in, in be able to live out their dreams. And like you said, uh, Brian, you made a good point. They're not walking. Someone is assisting them to some point. Now, either we're getting money from the Mexican drug cartel to get these people, and we're asking for more money in return because our government is just greedy like that, or, you know, something is, something, something is not right. And I feel, I feel every child deserves a chance. Every child deserves an education. But when we have kids right here within our own country that's not even getting that opportunity, you're robbing them of that when you're letting other kids that are not even legally supposed to be here Oh, yet. my
4: God. You have said just one of the just most basic common sense things <laughs> I have heard in a long time that has not been said out loud. I have to applaud you, Lena. I, oh my, even,
2: a, that, yeah. I did not put it? that
4: together. That is freaking brilliant because – Nobody, everybody wants us to, they, see, this is what sucks about this whole thing, is the kids, you're right. And then what? what's worse, though, is them using the kids, not just the drug no. cartels, but the, the the our news media and our people up in Washington, using them to get more money out of us to take care of these kids, and they have no thought about what you just said. What about the kids in this country that, uh, are facing the same things in this country. There's right. neighborhoods in Maryland, a three-year-old, this just happened right, uh, I think it was last week, right after the stuff that went ha- happened in Missouri. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about this stuff. The, Maryland, a three-year-old got killed because the gang-banging, you know, saggy-pants boyfriend of baby's mama or whatever, <laughs> shot, got mad, and went outside to his car and just pointed the gun at the
3: house and just started shooting.
5: So yeah, the three-year-old gets they, killed. They
3: never, they never made it to school either. Exactly. Exactly. You
4: know. So we don't talk about those situations in this country. So yeah. no, we have to have the heart-tug situation and without the common sense that Lena, <laughs> just you made everybody look stupid in this situation with that sentence.
3: Hello. Hello. I'm, okay. here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm oh, i Oh, I I
2: think my my Skype is acting out.
3: So I it's well, kind of
2: going in yeah, and out.
3: Your, I, you
4: I you sound like you're fading in and out.
2: Yeah, so it's it's my hmm. Skype. I don't understand why Skype does this to me on my show all the time. It loves to humiliate me. <laughs> what do you have, what,
3: what do you have? Comcast.
2: Um, I have a uh, Cox. Which is Comcast, you know? In, in Virginia, it's
4: called
2: Cox. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it, it 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 sucks, and you know. It,
4: it'll, no, it'll I think it's it's the NSA, and Lena just said something that blew yeah. the lid off of all what they're trying to hide, so they're trying right. to shut your yeah. show down. Oh yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> what what
3: what what, what a coincidence, that,
4: right? They, they don't have to
0: do a lot to do that.
3: <laughs> Not with Cox or Comcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, crush the
4: little guy
3: or i'm sorry the
2: little girl
3: <laughs> that's what they do
2: sometimes you know i when i decided to have a diamond forum to talk about issues and trending subjects that happen in our in, in across the u.s or or other places it doesn't matter it's because not only do we are we um uh, struggling and trying to make it out there, we also have an opinion about what's going on in our world today. So I knew, I kind of know that I'm putting myself in in dangerous grounds as I continue. So if you guys don't see me and and see my social network taken down or you don't see my show anymore, get in contact with me somehow, because I'm probably screaming, somebody, somebody help me.
0: They won't let us talk anymore.
4: No, but I think that's of, of everything that we could discuss with what's going on with the border. Uh I that was a great, great counter argument. Now they're shipping these
3: kids to different states now. Did you hear about yeah. this? They got them they in Oklahoma, in, they got them in well, Virginia, F to Washington, After 911 I I traveled coast to coast a bunch of times on Greyhound. Right. And uh people were getting off in every state in the country.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and they, they said New well, Jersey I, Okay, has the I'm most not sure
3: <laughs> what that has to do
4: with these kids being shipped all over, but Is but I'm what what just saying it's it's kind of quietly being done. These kids, they had them in these camps, uh, you know, that were coming to the border. Now they're saying it's going to be as much as seventy thousand. I just read somewhere, um, but. Uh, what what are they doing they are supposed to you know they're processing their paperwork or whatever so they can figure out if they're going to send them back or not you know the where the parents you know some of them have crackheads for parents or whatever why are the parents here and left the kids there i mean there's so much crack yeah with, with yeah and there's crackhead
2: there. parents right here in the united states and it's just like tally said why are we the only ones that cannot seal our border
3: it's, it's well, the, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, look it up. It's the only border that's not sealed. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah,
4: and and somebody's failed us along the way, and I, I, I'd say it's every person in the White House since <laughs> we could had the ability to seal it up, whenever that was, in the 18, in the early 1900s, whenever we had the ability uh, and figured that we needed to seal this thing up. From that point on, the, there's where you can point your fingers. Yeah. Um, the other thing is And I just thought about this today Before we were going to do this forum um, Lena and Tally This is something I think is important to think about What is going to happen In 10 to 20 years With these, oh. all these ref, ref, Without calling them refugees That's what they're calling them Are we going to have how many? What's the percentage of them That you think are going to turn into criminals I would think it'd be at least. Well, 50. A, lot, oh, a lot
3: of the older ones are criminals fleeing right. from their country. Right.
4: Yeah. You got you got that right. But I mean, you know, here we have innocent children, right now, but at some point, uh, I mean, we can't absorb every one of these into a, a, a well, uh, a good home. I mean, not everybody can adopt one of these children. So, what what's going to happen? And I, well, I believe. A- Big percentage of them are going to turn out
2: to be criminals. They have the biggest amount of kids went into New Jersey, okay. And uh, okay. I have I have family in New Jersey, and they were not, you know, happy about it. So the discussion had came up about it, but they are saying they had fifteen hundred children that were sent to New Jersey. That's more than they were sent in anywhere else. Now they say that these children um, from the health and humane. Services Administration are, are, are placing them with families and get to say that people who know them um, and people to care for them, the caretakers, or uh, are, are other uh, illegal or are, are other uh, people who speak their language and, and can relate with them. But uh, on another, on NewJersey.com, it says that. They're placing them with people who are not even shouldn't we first find out whether the people that they're placing them with are even legal? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean
4: what the I mean, what are we thinking? You know? I mean, how can there be people that are higher up than me, you and Tally in some sort of organization that's getting paid for by taxes? (laughs) What? I mean, how stupid are we, man? I mean, ultimately, we're the idiots that vote for the stupidity. Yeah, I mean, we
3: yeah.
4: we are. I mean, if we don't start thinking before we go to the that to the box that we put our little votes into, uh, it's just going to get dumber and dumber. I mean, because nobody, how, how, how are these kids going to be educated? I mean, you, you know, she's just told us they're going to people with who knows where they're going. You know, yeah. You know, they, yeah. Don't ask them if they're legal. Just hand them the kid. Hey, you yeah. sneaky Mexique? Yay. Okay, here. Take your little kid. Okay. <laughs> you know, is that what's going okay, on? Okay,
3: yeah. we already got 30 people in the house. This what's is, another this is one?
2: What, uh, this is what government, Governor uh, Chris Christie said. He said, I think we feel a great sense of sympathy for these children, but we can use some plain common sense, he railed. You don't need a Harvard degree to figure out that if you're going to try to ensure that someone goes to their immigration hearing, that you might want to send them to someone who actually has complied with the immigration law. That's what the governor of New Jersey said.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, I uh, I say keep
3: keep sending them his paycheck because at least you made damn sense. Well, you ever go into a supermarket at at the customer service, there's a line of people – Sending U.S. American dollars back to their country. Mm-hmm. That's another yeah. place where our money is going.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
3: why don't Why don't we stop that?
4: <laughs>
3: yes. I I know that would be that sounds mean, but see, well, like, I we don't think Western step... Union Western Union would appreciate it. No, Western because Union. Because but... <clears throat> I'd invest in Western Union if I were you.
4: <laughs> you know, I, but if I, we took some comments, if we took some and it would be mean and it's if, if the little bleeding hearts want to go, Oh, well you're mean, who cares? Let's take some common <laughs> sense steps
2: and, and not, get rid
4: of all matter. this crap.
3: It's,
2: it's really know? it's not even a matter of being uh uh, uh racist or or um, uh, prejudice in some way because well, it's not, I'm, I'm, it's uh, not like it's I just, said, I'm part South kind of South
3: American, so I I can't be. But try, try <laughs> walking into Canada.
2: You right. can't. But it's a matter of, uh, of looking out for ourselves. At one point, we have to look out for ourselves. We're struggling here. We can't afford to give a vote to nobody That's an but, our, but, but <laughs> ourselves, you know, and, and I think that needs to, to, to be looked at. And another thing that I've noticed, and, you know, I'm not going to, Point out any particular name, and it's not even uh, South American; it's, it's other countries as well. That they, they come here and they they work uh, under the table. Okay, they don't pay any taxes. Okay, but when something happens, if they have a child with ADD, when they get older, the first thing they get is our Social Security. Now you never put a dime to pay taxes in this country, but you're getting Social Security every mm-hmm. month from those that are. Mm-hmm. Now, that had me. When I had, you know, uh, I know some people that's like that, and, you know, that just chaps my hide. I'm just like, yeah. I'm not going to have any Social Security. I'm on disability,
3: I'm and I, I go social <laughs> service office, same as, as, as a supermarket, packed, and uh, I'm down to $15 in food stamps a month. Why? Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. And well, I'm I mean, diabetic. What, is, what that does we, that come we, to? Like a dollar a meal? Three like 30 cents jeez. a day for a meal.
4: Jeez. Free meal.
3: No,
4: I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, here's a guy that's worked all his life in this country, has paid taxes paid out the tax. yin yang. Yes. You should be getting, um, yeah, they're taking your money, basically, is because what's happening. They're taking Sally's the money.
2: For people and who were too weak. And we're Yeah.
4: We're too weak because there's too many people out there that that say this stuff about being mean and all this crap, and we buy into it, instead of going, you know I don't find y'all. any of this crap, believe me. Yeah, I mean, it's time we said huh. to these people that call us names, and I'm an Irish Englishman. I'm as white as you can get. White bread <laughs> is whiter, is not whiter than me. Anyway, um, so if they want to call me racist, I don't care anymore because I've Anyway, I'm not going to qualify it, but the thing about it is is until we come together, all colors of us, because Mm -hmm. let's face it, if you're sitting in this country and you want to succeed, it doesn't really matter what
3: what color you are. All that matters is what's in your heart. we're just getting rooked bottom line. Mm
4: -hmm. Right. We -hmm. come together and say, look, we're making some changes now. We got people Mm -hmm. on the dole that haven't paid in. They need to go. That means, that program needs to That's go. Right. Oh, man no, exactly. up or have an
3: amnesty and say
4: if okay.
2: You didn't pay in, if you didn't pay in you you shouldn't get it. That's my I don't care exactly. who it is. If you did not pay any taxes, you can you cannot get social security. Period. If there's nothing on record
3: well, well, let, back me, to let me tell you never. this. Let me tell you this. When I worked at this radio blank place, this is another scam going on. Buying Social security cards.
6: Mm.
3: I've got a 2003 Nissan, and I see people with 2014 SUVs blasting by me, and uh, you know. I, and one guy, I wanted to do actually a couple. I wanted to do a, uh, you know, you get you got to fill out a form if you want to get a cell phone, right? And uh, you got to give the social. So the guy pulls out a social, blah, blah, blah. I call it in, and the lady goes, Sir, this person's been dead for 10 years.
6: Mm.
3: So that's a whole, a whole other thing, scam going on, is the sale of Social Security cards. Hmm. And then wow. you walk into a car dealership, you got perfect credit, and you get a 24 you know, so if I wanted to, I'd go hang out with Brian, buy a Social Security card, <laughs> And and be another person,
2: and get wow, and get social security.
5: <laughs>
2: so I mean, I mean, it it moves from one extreme to another. Now yeah. it's it's children that we initially talked about, but the problem that we're having. Well, I ain't buying into the children. <laughs> stem,
3: you know.
2: Stems from Sorry. it stems from regardless of whether it's children or adults. It stems from people coming into the country and the taxpayers putting the bill for it. And yeah. it, it stems from us not being able to control our borders. We pay a lot of money for the people with jobs to South We control, control
3: the northern border pretty damn yeah. good.
2: So, right. And I, I don't can... see a
4: lot
3: of Canadian children
4: walking in here <laughs> with snotty noses going, where's my Social Security, eh? Yeah. I
2: don't see that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that, that is so true. You you don't you, you don't see a Canadian uh, children coming in here. I mean, I, <laughs> I have not seen a news report or read an article where it says we had an.
3: Oh, we hit a nerve, and <laughs> got her. I don't yeah. know who's on us or her.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep, kicked her right off the air.
2: Yeah, I'm here. It's yeah, a, you're that's there. My... Yeah, that's my uh, that's my Skype again, and I'm not understanding. Yeah, I
3: yeah, I wonder what happened.
2: Mhm. Well, <laughs> I think.
3: I think bottom the main line point... is seal, d- d- Do the anti-terrorism seal the goddamn border. <laughs> <laughs> bottom line.
4: I I agree because oh here's what's gonna happen, and I would hate to be the president when this happens, and I don't care if it's Obama or whoever's next. Because it's going to happen, somebody's going to come through there, and they're going to go to a mall, or they're going to go to a football game, and they're going to have an incendiary device, or they're going to have a machine gun, and a lot of people are going to die, and they're going to find out that this guy Just came walk through across the border that border. And then what's going to happen? Then, Nothing. finally, all these little whiners that are going, well, we can't do that. We, gotta, we have to save the children and all this crap. That people are gonna go. Finally, you go.
3: I'm not shut buying the the children up. routine. You're not buying children. No,
4: because they're not Nobody's here. Nobody's buying children. Because I'm
0: not I'm buying just, it.
3: I'm not buying
0: into parents, that
4: at all. Some of their parents are already here. That's one thing that's going on. Why? You know. Okay, they're <laughs> gonna send money back. Well, why is the kid here now? Well, <laughs> because he was used to traffic drugs into our company. Our company, our country. That's why the kid's here. That's what's going on. That's part of it. Yeah. Because the kid don't walk outside and go, all right, I'm going to go play. And he's in Guatemala, and the next you know, four weeks later, he's in San Diego. That's not yeah. happening.
3: Well, also, the drug cartels are, are buying submarines from Russia. And then wow, they no, I didn't know come, that. And then they just drop, you know, like... Send up a buoy up here, and the fishermen go out and pick up the drugs and bring them in 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 into the uh on shore hmm. well
4: I so, mean there's a lot of white powder with those kids if you know what I mean
3: oh yeah there's a you know well, you
2: so, just make, okay we're just making assumptions that that no when i making I just
3: read a story I just read a story that that's what the kid did. Of
2: course, I and, think it was marijuana. And
3: I've grown up out here, and some of these fishermen make their money by going out and picking up
5: More things with buoys
3: on them. And this, and, and another thing is,
4: these drugs are not uh, are going to fund. I'm, I'm willing to bet some of the money that uh, the cokeheads in this country are spending is going straight back to the Middle East and
3: Hamas and some of those people. That's why yeah. I'm saying just seal the damn border.
5: <laughs>
3: right. And, and, Lena, when you get off the phone, get, get off of Skype, do some <laughs> research, and find, find me another unsealed border in the world.
2: <laughs> I don't think I am. I, I'm, I know I'm not. Because I did do some research about borders a couple of years ago, because I, I I couldn't understand. I just I just didn't understand. I mean, I love the culture. I love their food. Like I the that people, I love Lucy, where they're just,
3: cycling across the uh, the Europe, and she get, mm-hmm. keeps getting stopped at the border. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know it's
2: it's, it's a situation that unless, any other country you, know, we you come people, from.
3: Any other country you come from, you need a passport.
4: That's yeah, fine.
3: I, don't, I just it just baffles me. It, what, what, you know, I went to Japan and came back. Guess what I needed? What well, he just said, a passport. Yeah, you, 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 you know? couldn't get on a plane and, and just go there. No. So why are people just walking in here? You know, and and try walking, you know, in, try walking the other way. What's going to happen? Exactly. And here's why, and Lena, I think one of the
4: questions you asked originally when, when, when this discussion came up was, you know, how is this happening or why is this happening? Well, there's another reason, and that's because a certain segment of our society here in the United States is letting it happen. and right. in it's, some all ways it's, actually it's all money. It's money generated. They're actually helping this happen, a certain segment of uh, our own citizens. And the I'm talking about illegals. I'm talking, right, exactly. There's a certain segment of this country, legal citizens, that are helping the situation get worse instead of stopping it. And it's the people that keep crying out about, no, we can You know, we got to feel sorry for them and we owe them. You know, there's there's a certain uh, bunch of uh, I don't know what I forgot what the name was. Maybe Tally can tell me, but. Uh, in the Mexican, um, well, in Mexico, they have this thing where we owe them because you know we took the land back in eight whenever the Alamo, <laughs> you
3: know, back in those days. Yeah, when was ah, a- no, so right, <laughs> well, yeah, they, let's, no, get they a, have signs saying, saying from there, from before the Civil War, sure, and California. Yes, they said um, they have signs and stuff saying we owe them. They come yeah. over here illegally,
4: and then they protest, yeah. and people sit and let them do it.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hot subject, and, and, you know, we all can sit and talk and talk about it till we're blue in the face. But until I am our blue in the
3: face now.
2: <laughs> but until our <laughs> government decides to crack down and, and do something about it and look out for its own people... We're always yeah, going to be in that ain't gonna this, this situation. That ain't going gonna this have to happen. But I'm going to have to close our discussion.
0: I Uh-oh. apologize.
2: I wish I could keep going, but, <laughs> I, you know, I have to promote my music and I have to say goodbye to my audience. But I'll thank both of you so much because I really truly enjoyed our conversation today. And I will be asking you guys to come back. And at any time you want to come into a forum, just send me an email because I, I go to look for people to be in forums. So if you, oh, you got that if you have that <laughs> spare time, it, it, it happens once a month, usually the last Monday of the month. So it's where I'm having when I'm having a forum. So if you have that cleared on your schedule and you want to sit back and get into some conversation, drop me an email and say I want to be in the forum for this month or whatever and I don't have a problem doing it. So right. but before I, we leave on borders. <laughs> I want to give you guys a chance to uh you know, advertise yourself a little bit. So go ahead, uh Sally, we'll go ahead, go with you, how you know, what you do and, and how people can contact you.
3: Okay. Okay. I don't know what you just said, but okay.
2: Well, just um, <laughs> go ahead
3: and promote <laughs> yeah, yourself.
2: Hallie can be promoted on Reverb Nation. You can buy his music there. Are you available or, on yeah. SoundCloud, SoundCloud? Just, too? just
3: Google Ice Pack on on the website, and I'll pop up everywhere.
2: Okay, and you can hear his music. He's also I also promote him. He's in rotation right now. You can hear his songs on, right, on thank this.
3: Thank you for that. I can't <laughs> wait to get the next CD done.
2: On this show as well And Brian go ahead I'll let you tell about yourself
3: Well
4: they can listen to my radio show The BTS radio show They can watch uh, some of the tours I've done BTS on the road uh, That's a web series All you got to do really is go to About.me Forward slash Brian S And all of my links are on there It's like an online business page yeah, I part. just
3: saw that about me. I, ch- I just checked that out. That's pretty
4: cool. It is. It is. It's really cool. It puts all your links on one page with a short bio, and yeah. you can stick a video up there too. Uh, yeah. i I gotta I tell you, I think it's one of the best things I did. Um, are you? Are you? Know, folks, you can Google either one of us too. Brian T. Yeah. Shirley, just stick that in Google, or uh, I'm sure Tally. Same with
3: you, right?
2: Yeah, they're they're all over the Yeah, their just uh, ice pack. You know. <laughs> we ice pack. Everybody, everybody
3: thinks I'm a rapper. <laughs>
2: that's what that's what I did when I first when I first heard you. You got like a name like a rapper. I will
3: be doing a CD called Rap is Crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I might wow, I might collaborate with Brian on a couple of songs. <laughs>
5: oh,
2: okay. All right. Uh, no, I love that was- <laughs> and,
3: and then we'll mail each other the lyrics and not open them,
2: <laughs> and, and not open them. So you, so um.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know uh, you're trying to I, get off the air. We're,
2: we're, no, 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 tele- no. You, said, you said, I'm just going to go ahead and um, uh, tell Sweetie Pie to go ahead and play the next song, which is uh, that boy Clipper. We. Uh, Gotta hear from that boy Clipper and all I know Sweetie Pie's gonna take that away I'm still on the phone with my Two very entertaining guests Ryan T.L. Shirley (laughs) And Ice Pack and Tally Jackson We
3: might start a comedy team too
2: (laughs) Go ahead ahead. Uh, Sweetie Pie, take it away This
0: should be played at High bar All I know is worth All I know is worth all I know is touching me, you got some nerve The WB with a dollar sign Spend his money, spend his mom's time All I know is worth, all I know is worth All I know is, is touching me, you got some nerve The WB with a dollar sign Spend his money, spend his mom's time I love this shoot. I love this I love They this say I'm bragging too you much, fuck you, if it- I'm swaggin' to the max, it's me, you tryin' to jack You ever seen a grown man get mad? Clipper, all I know is work on haters, I worse. Drunk, than a month, muff, with the birds Only, only bombers, and that's my word Talk to me, I'm the bully, you the nerd I'm a cash cow, choppin' grass Fall asleep, countin' dollar-sized bass I don't need no bag, just gimme my bread Maybe a bad, bad, bad just give me some hair And I'm on my way To a great day I love my money can't, can't stand in my way White boy swag And it's still great game On my mall. tag All I know is work All I know is work All I know is touching me You got some nerves WB with a dollar sign and his money, it's mom still time All I know is work me, you got some nerve. The WB with a dollar sign. Spend his money, spend his money on time. Hey haters, eyes on me, Glu- glued to me like I'm a TV. Reality with no screen. Catch me at the strip, ladies wanting my cream. I don't play games, just here repping for Wayne. White boy swaggin', still great game. You because. C- 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 Keep trying to fuck up my buzz Go with all the bullshit The money, I'm a magnet I'm cool quick, quick, the paper, easy to cash it Hater swag me, cause I'm flexing I'm working, counting wins, hands my weapon Grit, all I know is this Not giving up is shit Try test me, they, 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 they get you split white, white boy in it, yeah I'm winning Price is always right, Bob Barker's head spinning Clipper uh, All I know is worth, uh, all I know is worth uh, All I know is touching me, you got some nerves, you got some nerves. The WB, with a dollar sign It is money, then it's still on time uh, All I know is worth, uh, all I know is worth uh, All I know is touching me I'm All I know is fuck these haters. It's fuck these haters. It's fuck, these haters. It's fuck these haters. All I know is get this paper. It's get this paper. It's get this paper. <laughs>
2: Diamond Network show. Please tune in next Monday and when we will have pre-recorded. I want to wish you all a happy Labor Day, happy and safe Labor Day weekend. Thank you again and I'm off.